Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. Have you tried yoga? If not, you're missing out. Yoga is a great way to improve your flexibility, strength, and also have numerous health benefits and physical benefits, including reducing stress, reducing medication used for stress. In this talk today with Haley Johnson, our guest, she's an instructor and certified instructor of both yoga and breath work and a previous collegiate gymnast. She has used yoga in her own practice to improve her overall health and had, have helped hundreds of people improve their health either through Zoom and through her live classes um, with her boyfriend. In this talk today, we go over all the highlights of how this overall yoga works and how it can help you improve your overall health. In the show notes, we have links to the overall video of this interview, along with links to the podcast, along with the previous podcast. Go to the highlights too. See what what you want to look for to interest you become a yogi, I think it's called, and also get the benefits of increasing your health benefits by increasing different type of workouts you can do, including yoga if you choose. All right, so enjoy the show, my friends. He does a great job explaining everything, and we'll see you next week. Go. Hey again, this is Dr. Tony. I'm the host of Crooked Spine Show. I'm here with Haley. Haley has 200 hours of certification as a yoga instructor, also focused on breath work too. She sees the general population to start focusing down on more athletes. But I want to sound with her with her NCAA experience as a gymnast and her passion to become a yoga instructor now. What's it take to get the benefit of yoga and allow your body to heal not only physically but mentally to handle the stress of your life? As we get out of COVID now, this is uh, July 2021. You're getting back to work, back to normal schedules, back to the back to the grind or the or the hecticness of normal life. And as we do that, how do we now go back without going crazy and and find ways to find routine to make our bodies healthy in that process as we get back to a more stressful, hopefully exciting portion of your job or your work or your kids going back to school too. All of it at that point, not stress out not burn out and not have to want to leave the country. Maybe I'm not sure what you'd want to do. Get out of here. So <laughs> you'll start, Haley, see, see what's going on. Tell me how you got into it. Give a quick intro of what's going on and how you got into as a yoga instructor. Why is it your passion now? Yeah. So um, my name is Haley Johnson. My, I have my own business and I'm bloom yoga and wellness. And um, I've actually only been teaching for about seven or eight months yoga. Um, so I'm pretty fresh, but um, I have 17 years of athletic experience under my belt. So I'm a former NCAA gymnast, and my passion for yoga really developed after my athletic career. So you can imagine having 17 years of you know commitment towards a sport, and then all of a sudden being done or being retired. Um, there's a, a huge identity process. There's an identity crisis. There's a uh, a whole range of emotions coming in, and so in an effort to um, ease my own anxiety of life and um, to really ground myself. I, I was looking for a practice that I could um, bring in my my physicality, but mm-hmm. also bring in this like rooted, grounded wisdom. And I found that through the practice of yoga. And so it's been absolutely so beneficial for me. It's been, um, you know, I really think that yoga is the answer to everything and everybody can get some kind of benefit out of it. So I it's my absolute passion to share it with people because it is such a healing gift and it, it it's passed down for generations and it's just, it's so crazy how relevant it still is after thousands and thousands of years, getting back to the basics, getting back to our roots. It's just, it's, it's my passion. 
what seems like with yoga being being centuries old, even even though it's centuries old, now is the time as as life gets more stressful and we do more and more things, try to pack more into our schedule of a limited day, uh, it's more beneficial also, correct? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. It's all about balance, you know? Especially in the Western world, we are hustle bustle all the time and most of us, our nervous system is completely out of balance. We are in overdrive all the time. And so taking time for intentional rest, for most of us, that's the hardest thing sometimes to just sit and do nothing or to sit and meditate or just stretch our body. We feel like we need to be moving all the time. Um, that can be a really, really, we have a lot of resistance to it. It can be really difficult for a lot of people. So um, I think that it's absolutely beneficial to have some type of routine as we are starting to go back to normal. It's important for us to be able to adapt with the times that we're in. Um, I think COVID showed so many of us how valuable rest and restoration is. And, um, you know, it's something to continue to cultivate throughout, um, you know, as we go back to normal. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really my take on, on continuing to have a holistic approach and a balanced approach to health and wellness. Good. And when you, when you're an athlete, how did you discover yoga? How did, how did yoga become part of your schedule first? And then from there become, okay, I want to do this. Now that I've graduated, now that I've moved on, I've had my career, I've, I've got the benefit of my, of, my, of my skills. How did you transition or how do you get into yoga initially? What was your, what was your I guess, your, your go-to? Yeah, so we actually took, you know, I competed in college and we actually took a hot yoga class like many times. And I, I, I hate this. I can't, I don't like this. I'm not, this isn't for me, you know. My mind was not in the right type of place. Um, and it wasn't in the type, right type of class for me. Hot yoga wasn't for me. And so... Um, after graduating and moving on to, you know, adulthood and, and leaving that chapter behind, um, I took a lot of personal development courses and I, I took this, this class and it was six months. It was called Journey Within and it was six months of reading, writing, meditation and yoga. Wow. And I made the commitment to myself every single day I'm going to create this daily practice, this daily routine. And I, I did it and my life absolutely transformed from the inside out. And this is the first time I had experienced something like that where I was going within my soul. It was connecting to something much deeper, you know. Um, and so from there is where all of this started to this curiosity of, of yoga and Eastern philosophy and meditation and all different types of stuff and how I could connect with myself in a deeper way. Um, and so I started to take, uh, you know, different types of yoga classes. I would take yin, I would take vinyasa, I would do all different things. And I, I just, I really never thought that I would be a teacher, honestly. But um, I think once you realize the value of something, you want to share it with other people. And so that's, you know, that's how I came about. I just realized how much it had impacted my life and how I want to continue to share this with everybody else too. And with and when and I'm saying with with your work ethic as an NCAA athlete in, in previous two, two, you almost use that work ethic. Okay, now I'm gonna if I want this, I want to learn this. I'm gonna go and take certifications. Go make sure I get into this and understand all of it. So you went from almost being the grind athlete, training four or five hours, six hours a day, mm -hmm. to going to school to go. Okay, I'm gonna slow it down. I'm working the inside now, not just the physicality of my body. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's such a key component for me because I, you know, I had never really, I didn't really know what self-love meant. I didn't really know how to give myself self-care because I was always on the grind when I was an athlete. Like I, like you said, like five, six hour practices every day. And so there was no slowing down. There was no time for me to stop. And so doing something like yoga, where it was a gentle practice, where I didn't need to like force myself into the splits anymore. It was no, this, this mentality was no longer serving me. So it was an, an eye opening experience. And, you know, we have these, these seasons in our life where different things serve us and moving into this chapter I was like, wow, this is like, so serving me right now, because this is a safe place where I can just unfold my layers without feeling the pressure of anybody else or needing to fit into this expectation of an athlete or, you know, just living up to the pressures of being in an elite level, you know, gymnast. So, but you still wanted to be, for example, get all you can out of it. So at that point, you you basically, if I'm going to do something, to do this. But you, mm -hmm. but there was no coach pushing you. There was no timeline. Hey, by Tuesday, we want this done. So it gave yeah. you the freedom to kind of absorb it, understand it, and use it. So it became part of, like you said, part of your soul of okay, this is who I am now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is like. I was like, wow, this is really beneficial for me. And every time I do this, I feel more filled up. So mm -hmm. it was it was something that was coming from within where I was like, I want to continue doing this for me. This is the first time I really want to do something for me and not for the acceptance of a coach or, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, getting the approval from external sources. And a lot of it is going back to it. I have that come in here now, 2021. They they they're just so focused on their career, their job, their family they've never taken yoga class. And with studios being shut down the last year and a half or so, mm -hmm. it's really, they don't understand what it is. Can you explain it to them for someone who's naive and, and doesn't know what yoga is and also breath work too, how breath work works? Yeah, so yoga is just such a wonderful gift. And the word yoga actually means to yoke. It means to unify. And so I, I always like to say that yoga is the gift of unifying our mind, body, and our spirit. Like we were talking about earlier, most of the Western world, we're out of balance. Our nervous system is completely out of whack. And so when we actually take the time to restore all three, the trifecta, the triangle, mm -hmm. we can show up as the biggest and best version of ourselves because we are filling ourselves up first and foremost through breath work, breath work. Um, you know, our breath is translated in Sanskrit to uh, pranayama, which means life force energy. So in Eastern philosophy, they say the quality of your, of your life is based on the quality of your breath. So most of us are not breathing to the full capacity that we are able to. And there's just like so many studies that show how beneficial the breath is. And what a lot of people don't realize about yoga is that it's actually a moving meditation. So for those people that may be naive about um, yoga, I, a lot of people are, you know, concerned about with the way they look or flexibility with yoga, but it's actually more of a connection to your breath than it is about manipulating your body to fit a pose. And so I always, you know, encourage people to give it a try because it's, it, it's the best thing that you can do is just to sit and breathe, you know, um, I think I just, you know, as an athlete, you're going, okay, if I, if I move faster, better, if I, if I, if I move the right way, my body's going to get healthier, more athletic. But as we as we age and as we go into okay, what's what's helping our body relax and mental and physical health together? It does require a balance of movement and non-movement. And when mm -hmm. you said when, when you mentioned that the key word for me was yoga is a moving meditation, your body's actually relaxing as you move. Yes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's efficient per se, in the sense mm -hmm. where how do I 
how do I relax my body if I only have, if I have three kids at home, full-time job, things to take care of the house, laundry to do, things to cook dinner, how do I find 10 minutes a day, if that's all you can find, to do my mm-hmm. yoga, do my breath work, to get that relaxation enough enough for me to handle the rest of the day and tomorrow and tomorrow so, so that so I can handle that stress level, not break down per se, and feel like I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, you know, I think that for for anybody that's busy, you know, one minute of mindful mindful breathing mm-hmm. is a meditation. So if you have one minute, do use one minute. Even if it's if it's spread out, if all you have time for in the morning is to do two stretches, do two stretches. Mm-hmm. But do you know those two stretches are going to benefit you if you're you know if that is your your intention. Um, and not only that, <laughs> I always like to go on like the the backside of yoga too. It's so beneficial because our my instructor always says that our issues are stored in our tissues. And if we have experienced trauma in the past, or even if that, that kid that bullied you in fifth grade, that, that anxiety that you felt or that sadness that you felt, if you have not taken the steps to um, process those and, and relieve those from, from your subconscious mind, they're stored in your body. Mm-hmm. And so it is so beneficial because yoga, through our breath, we can release what no longer serves on an energetic level to restore us um, and to release what no longer serves in a multitude of capacities. So um, I just really encourage everyone to try it. I think a lot of it, what yoga that you're getting to also, the long-term benefits of yoga is de-stressing your body. So stress is one of the causes of cancer, of med- medical and physical illness and mental illness too. can make your body less stressed physically and mentally so your body is overall healthy short-term and long-term. Mm-hmm. and recover from previous traumas like you had mentioned. So that point that doesn't affect us long-term in the sense where a lot of our cancers started 10 years ago, 15 mm-hmm. years ago, where that, if that's not there, it's not gonna affect us long-term and short-term. Exactly. And right yeah. now, well, what, what, what are a type of demographics that can help help people with yoga? What, what type of mentality is most beneficial for someone starting yoga right now? What, what, what would, I guess, someone benefit from and what kind of person or persons would it be? Uh, yoga is for everyone mm-hmm. and as an instructor that is my absolute mission is to make yoga accessible for everyone um, and so somebody who is coming in that has no experience is is welcomed somebody who has all the experience in the world is absolutely welcomed as well um, i would say the mentality around yoga is always have an open mind and an open heart every day is different and so meeting ourselves where we are at with a sense of grace and compassion towards ourselves is always the number one priority um and so i think it's it's really really important to you know meet each day with a clean slate so you know even myself yeah the sense where you you come in with a mindset of i'm going to start this there's there's no there's no need to have a prerequisite or have ability to do anything can i start where i am and build on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that for me, I have patients that I have no flexibility at all. So I recommend yoga for them as a way to start flexibility. But in the sense where let's say start liking it, it's that carrot that goes, okay, I like it, but it's not striking me. That's more of my body feels better. Now I feel more relaxed and I feel happier. Mm-hmm. So it kind of feeds into that for one too, which I love. Yeah, yeah. And I, 
yoga, there's so many different types of yoga. There's a million different types of yoga. So mm -hmm. the, the great thing about yoga is that it can help you reduce your stress and anxiety, but it can also help you increase your flexibility. If you want to do strengthening yoga, balance, there's so many mm -hmm. things that yoga is just like the answer to. <laughs> I just feel like everyone should try yoga. Every, everyone can benefit from yoga. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. And I tell some guys, if you want to, you can, but I, I tell them don't wear the loud flamboyant yoga pants if unless you really want to it's up to you but can you can you enjoy the benefit of, of being in, a, in a, a class setting or a one-on-one -on -one to where you start learning that it's okay to be open-minded and if you want to call like you mentioned to be vulnerable to accepting and looking at different ways for your body to actually heal properly yeah. when it's a heal it's more of so it actually gets fixed not just a quick fix yes in that sense room. too What's it take someone to get into when they start to yoga and start enjoying? What's 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 the timeline for them to actually see a long term benefit where now it's maintained? Um, you know, I I I don't really know the answer to that. Mm -hmm. I I think that it's more of a personal uh personal experience. And as a yoga instructor, I always say, you know, I'm I'm merely a guide. I am guiding you on this journey. I'm not your guru. Uh, I'm not a healer. So we're all on our own journey. And I think with each class, we peel back the layers and we start to understand ourselves a little bit better. We start to experience ourselves in a different way. And so um, everyone's journey is different. I don't really have a, 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 a answer for that, honestly. Good. And yeah. I like that answer because it tells people it, it benefits basically everyone in the sense where they can, everyone get something out of it. For one mm -hmm. What yeah. questions do people have for you as an instructor to help them say after a class, when they go home, what's what's good homework that they usually ask for, or what's you give someone on the way on the way out? Yeah, so a lot of people will ask for modifications, or maybe sure. they're they want to know what to build up to. How can I work on this headstand at home? What kind of uh, you know practices can I use? Or um, for example, somebody has like an elderly grandma they want to bring to a class. How can she participate too, even though she has limited mobility? And then from there, I will assess, you know, we have all different types of things that we can use, props, supportive yoga, uh, restorative yoga, we have chair yoga. That's one of my specialties, actually, is like chair that, yoga. Yeah. yeah. So I really encourage, you know, all of my, my students to invite their families, their parents that may be more, you know, older or more stressed um, to try chair yoga because it's extremely supportive. And it's a little bit less daunting. I noticed that a lot of people have this um, fear of joining yoga classes because maybe they're not quote unquote flexible or they don't feel up to par and shape enough or whatever. Like chair yoga, it's so, you're sitting on a chair the whole time and it's it's wonderful. It's a fan favorite, so. A lot of it is they can, they can take some of that at home and go, hey, if this helped me, can I learn some of these things at home over time? So I can use this when I'm not at a studio or when I'm not in a classroom too. You yeah. mentioned earlier too about people are afraid. People, I think people just don't aren't open to things they don't know about. I knew when I first started trying yoga, it was mm -hmm. more like I was a weightlifter. I didn't, I wasn't very flexible. But why would I do yoga? Right? That's for girls, right? First class <laughs> I took was, well, the first class I took was a vinyasa class. This this girl talked me into it, um, and she kind of baited me in like, yeah, you, you won't be able to do it. I'm like, of course, me to do it, right? I do it, and I, I could barely walk out of it because I was so tight at the very, what's it called, the very end where you lie down and relax? Shavasana. Shavasana. 
At that point, my legs were shaking so much. I was like, please let me go, let me walk out of here, right? I leave. I was sore from the neck down to my feet for about three days. Yeah. I mm -hmm. loved it because I knew I needed that to balance out my strength with flexibility along mm -hmm. with my overall mental health. My body was more well balanced. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you bring that up too because I think that there, especially now with the like the fitness craze, you know, mm -hmm. the fitness is such a huge thing right now, and and so many people are all about weightlifting and all this stuff. But what most people don't realize is that rest and recovery is just as critical as working out. And so if you are not allowing your muscles proper recovery, uh, you're not going to achieve the results that you want to. And, and so, I think a lot of people realize that eventually it's after their first injury. Yeah. Mm -hmm. this, yeah. this year alone, because of COVID, I think this year alone, because gyms were closed down, right? Mm -hmm. um, people didn't work out for, say, three or four months, so even longer than that. And they couldn't work out. What they wanted to work out was, say, heavier weights, whatever it was. Their body got tight because it mm -hmm. got tight. I've had 20 people so far, 2-0, come in my office and see me that have bad low back injuries from just the deadlifting exercise. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I ask them, how much do you stretch? I'm like, and they pause. Like, oh, I'm like, that means nothing. If you, if you pause, it means nothing. Yeah. So just starting something like, like yoga, for me, was allowed me to actually become more flexible, short-term, long-term, prevent injury as I lifted weights. So allowed me to feel better long term and not have that up and down, up and down. I got to be careful what I do at the gym because mm -hmm. I'm old. I'm 47 years old. I'm ancient. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm 47. So if I don't get my rest between my workouts, if I don't stretch enough in the morning, mm -hmm. I if I don't get that benefit, I know my day's not going to be as well as I want it to be. Mm -hmm. Years, I think it's about 30, 35 to learn this. Can people are people now learning yoga and, and practicing yoga at a younger age now? Or what's the demographics of yoga? people that actually practice yoga my my personal demographic is older population i would say 35 to 50. Mm -hmm. that's my population people that are parents that are busy moms that want mm -hmm. to benefit that are overstressed overworked and that are they need to be filled up so Good. that is yeah that is my demographic right now that i work with mostly um, but it's it's really great to see them, you know, set that example for their kids too, because it's so important. Once you start, um, you know, investing in your own self care, your kids see it too, and then they will pick up. You know, they'll want to invest in their self care also, and then it's. Like you see mom and dad a little bit happier, not as grouchy, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it just it just like you know, fill yourself up, and you overflow with goodness, and not you know necessarily <laughs> the other way. You're not throwing shoes everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be bad. That'd be bad. Yeah. Not when, good. when you when you do your classes now, what kind of yoga do you focus on? So I do chair yoga. Yeah, I do chair yoga, and I do a combination of all different types of yoga. So I do Yin yoga, which is a more restorative yoga. You're holding poses five to seven minutes. It's more of a a cellular reboot. So you're getting a deep, deep level of stretch. Um, and then I do power yoga, and I do a little bit of hatha yoga as well. So. Um, I, I try to bring a combination of, of everything into my classes to try to appease everybody because, mm. you know, um, everyone is on a different, you know, wavelength. Everyone is in different places in their life. So I try to bring a little bit of everything for everyone. And with that, too, how do what do people talk about injury wise, not injuries from yoga? But what how do they prepare themselves for a yoga class? What's the best way to prevent injury in a class? What, what's the best way for them to avoid feeling discouraged because now they leave yoga class and all of a sudden, or, or go to the studio and all of a sudden their back hurts, their leg hurts, their arm hurts. 
what's the best way to avoid that or kind of get through that? Uh, listen to your intuition. Listen to your body. 100%. Listen to your body. I always, I really enforce that this is, you know, yoga is not a workout. It's not intended to be a workout. Um, you know, you can build strength via heating up the, the body through the breath, but it's never intended to be a workout. There's no need to extend yourself or overexert yourself. Um, and I think that's a lot of rewiring for people. Um, you know, they need, they need to like rewire their brain that this is a space where you can actually meet yourself where you're at and you don't need to ex overextend or push yourself to the limits, which I had to learn the hard way. Um, just, you know, having, yeah, yeah, having an athlete mentality. Um, but that's the best way to prevent injuries. Absolutely. It's almost giving yourself time. Okay. If I, if I push my, if I push myself enough, this class and take it easy, I'll be able to do another class, another class thing. And I can actually learn my yeah. body can do for zoping and all of a sudden you pull a muscle. Yes. So you hurt yourself. Yeah. A yoga is preventative care. You know, there's no need to overextend yourself in a yoga class. Obviously, you know, it's, it's all about finding the balance between effort and ease. You know, sometimes you want to push yourself a little bit more so you can, you know, day by day get a little bit better, but there's no need to like zero to a hundred. It's just unnecessary. There's no, there's no yoga contest coming up, right? There's no, no yeah, it, it's, it's about the inside. And so I think that this is kind of a lot of, like, I think it's a newer um, mentality for a lot of people. It's like, you know, this is like, this is a workout for my mind and for my, almost for my spirit, my inspiration to keep me inspired and keep me motivated for life. So. And what have you seen as health benefits for people so far? What's a, a good list, a common list of people, of benefits that have helped people? Oh my God. The list is, is, <laughs> Oh my God, it goes on, but there, there's, there's so many benefits to yoga. Um, like I said, the breath is just, the quality of our breath is so important. And studies have shown that when we use our breath consciously, we can actually activate dormant pieces of our brain. Mm -hmm. And so people who have like dementia or Alzheimer's or things like that, this is preventative care for that type of, um, you know, uh, brain disease later on in life. And so that not to mention uh, reducing anxiety, reducing stress significantly, um, reducing tension within the body. Like I said, our issues are in our tissues. We release stress from the body. We're no longer prone to chronic illness because of that. Um, there, it, The list goes on. It's just honestly so, so beneficial. What's the physical benefits you've seen so far to the physical benefits? Or someone that in my show that may want the physical benefits as well? Yeah, I would honestly say um, people, there were people that were not able to touch their toes when they first started taking my, my yoga class and that were not able to bend down to pick up a pen. And now people are able to bend down and pick up a pen. You know, our bodies are designed to move in a multitude of different directions. Uh, I, here's a fun fact. Actually, a lot of yoga poses are named after positions that babies take when they're in their primal, their most primal stage. So we have happy baby. We have all these positions that babies take in their first stages of life because that is how our, our body is designed. So yoga is all about getting our body back into that homeostasis environment, back into our most primal, you know, experience. And um, yeah, it's been really, really rewarding to see people be able to touch their toes again or to actually be able to keep up with their grandkids. Mm -hmm. You know, they can go, you know, kick a ball with them and keep up and, and have the energy to, um, you know, keep up with them. 
That's the biggest thing is, is not, it's, it's the yoga, yes, but what's it actually allow you to do for your own quality of life? I think that's huge. I think when people who like to say, keep the ball to grandkids, what the other grandparents are like, I'm just trying to stay out of the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So we keep our body in that state of health, which is potential if we do the right things. And like you mentioned, you restore, yoga allows you to restore that, that health in your body physically mm-hmm. and mentally. So now you get back to what you can do versus being focused on what you can't do. Do exactly. people that do yoga with you now, have they ever said that, hey, now because I'm taking your yoga class and your breath work, I'm actually taking less medication? Yes, 100%. Yes, I have had people share with me that they have reduced their anxiety and depression medication. Wow. And I will share a fun fact, actually, that I also was on anxiety and depression medication before Mm. I started yoga. And a part of my, this is a part of my journey, my passion, why, you know, this is the anchor of why I would love to share this gift is because I wanted to know about, like, how can I heal holistically? I'm tired of being reliant on something else to make me happy. How can it come from within? Mm -hmm. And so in seeking meditation and yoga, like I shared, I took that that course that was like six months of dedicated practice Mm -hmm. and consistency that transformed my inner world. And I am walking proof that you absolutely can shift your internal environment to shift your external environment through practices like yoga and, and mindfulness meditation. And some people may, I, I read one person that was asking, once I start yoga, I'm not going to be able to stop doing yoga. What's your, what's your counter to that? Uh, you know, again, meeting yourself where you're at. Mm-hmm. Every day is different. Some days you feel like doing yoga and maybe another day you don't, and that's okay. And There's I always no tell people, say, okay, if, if you're going to stop doing yoga um, or working out or stop taking your vitamins, and then what are you going to do to lower that stress in your body or handle that stress of your daily life? You tell them you're going to go on a retreat for the next year or so where it includes yoga everywhere you go. You're going to be relaxed the whole time. Your stress level is going to drop to zero. Perfect. Don't do anything. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, if you're living your normal world, your normal lifestyle, how do you get that stress level down so your body can feel and be healthy in that sense of, of the stressful environment you have to live in? It's called daily life, right? Mm-hmm. How, do we, how do we get through that? and still feel good short-term, but also long-term, you had mentioned, at that point we avoid the long-term diseases that people get as we get older that start now in our, in our 20s, 30s, and 40s. Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, and I would always come back to breath work. Good. Breath good. work is, is a magical, that's really the only word I have to describe it. I also teach Samatha Vipassana, which is an eyes open meditation, and it's exactly mm-hmm. for that, for the busy person, um, you know, we have so much stimulus going on in our day to day life. And a lot of the times when we do eyes closed meditation, it's a retreat from reality. We escape from reality. So when we open our eyes, we have to come back in a sense. And although sometimes, yes, that's necessary to retreat, um, a lot of the times uh, it, it, you know, isn't necessarily helpful when we're tra- talking about mindfulness. Mindfulness is a muscle. And if we don't practice it, we can't expect to use it in our day-to-day life. And so taking the time to do a five-minute meditation with your eyes open, staring one focal point, focusing on your breath, inhaling through the nose, exhaling out the mouth is extremely beneficial. You're allowing your senses, you're allowing everything to be heightened for you to understand the stimulus. So when you get into a situation of day-to-day life, you are prepared, you know how to handle it because you can use your breath. Your breath is your anchor. You can tune into that piece of yourself. Good. And then right now with what's going on 
can you do you have videos you put out there here and there on your website, Facebook, Instagram that allow people to understand how to breathe and how to get their breath under control? Um, I have not. That's actually a really great question. I am. I teach that more in my live classes. Cool. So cool. yeah, you got to go see you live. Where, where, where do you where do you usually do live right now? Are we doing more just we're more doing more Zoom you said that, right? More yeah, online. right now. Okay, yeah. So I do Zoom Wednesday nights at six p.m. Okay. And then Saturday mornings, I do a combination class with my boyfriend. He teaches um, a workout. So we do 30 minutes of working out. We get our heart rate up. And then we do 30 minutes of yoga after. So it's, is it's power your, yoga. Is that more on your Instagram or on your Facebook? That's or actually TikTok? live. That's okay. live. I'm live yeah. on, on, your, on your website or? No, live in person. In person, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, where's yeah. it located? Do you, do you allow people to know where it is or? Yeah, yeah. It's at uh, the place called 212 in Covina. So we actually just started meeting in person again, which is really great. Um, and so, yeah, everyone's welcome. Come on down. Uh, it's a great way to start your weekend, get your self-care out of the way, and you know, get kicked off in a great community of people who are also striving to become better and striving for ways to elevate their own life. And that's Wednesday and, and Saturday there? Just Saturday. Okay. Saturday is the combination class. Wednesday is just yoga with me. Got it, got it, got it. 212 mm -hmm. in West Covina. And Covina, Covina, like in downtown Covina area. Got it, got it. Two and two is pretty, pretty popular too, as I've heard. Mm -hmm. That's great. Good, yeah. good. Anything else to wrap up our show? I think you gave us a lot of information. Somebody who's never done yoga before, if it was me listening to this, try it. Now that gyms are opening up, the studios are opening up again, people are getting into, like you mentioned, going back to live again too. At mm -hmm. that point, try it. Be, be uncomfortable to get healthier if yeah. you've never tried yoga before. There is a huge benefit to your body, body, mind, and soul. At that point, you'll get to a healthier state so you can handle the stresses of your life. That's my two cents of yoga. Do you agree? I 100%. Try it and and try to have a sense of like consistency with it. You know, try it. Don't just try one class and then be like, ah, you know. A lot of the times we try new things and we're like, oh, maybe that's not for me. But maybe yeah. stick out through the uncomfortability, and you might find treasure on the other side. Huge. I love that. And I'm gonna, I'll ask you for more information about the 212 on Saturday too in a minute. Mm -hmm. Anything else to wrap up the show? How did it go for you, okay? Yeah, this was great. This was really wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I just want people, oh. I've had someone who does yoga a long time, so it was time because now people, people kept access to it. I think going, like you mentioned, in person and trying something then first allows you to feel how it, how it should feel. Yeah. The overall benefit of being vulnerable, but the, the benefit of being vulnerable allows you to feel uncomfortable, to get comfortable with something that can help you, your body and mind and soul. 100%. 100%. All right. I'll stop the show. Thank you guys for watching. Appreciate that. We'll wrap it up. Thank you guys so much. Bye.